Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Gentlemen, did you say Joe Foley was in the house? We did. <laughs> yes. Coach, I want to say congratulations on a tremendous honor. Uh, I can't even get my name on the, the outhouse or wherever it may be. I just want to tell you. No, we ain't going to arrange that, Randy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You've got your own wing over at Ortho, Arkansas. Okay, I think you better. <laughs> okay, Raymond. But I want to say congratulations, Coach, on a tremendous honor. Well, thanks, Randy. It is uh, it is a tremendous honor, and it's uh, you know it's kind of unbelievable for me. And and uh, you know I can't say thanks enough to our people out there, and especially to our players. You know, uh, what really got me was just being about our players uh, wanting it for me. And uh, when George came to me, I was a little, I thought uh, that's that's a little bit embarrassing. I have Pat Summit, and you know. Uh, Kay Al and Gary Blair, the other three that's done it. And I thought, nah, I don't need to be in that crew. But when he said that the players wanted this to be done, you know, then then it was a, a, a lot easier for me. When you look back on your career, though, Joe, I mean, it, it it's just been steadily upwards, upwards, upwards. But yet I learned something earlier in the program that when you were – where was it, guys? Alpena? Is that what well, you your, said? Your first job, that was at Omaha, wasn't it? No, it was Oxford. Oxford, Oxford, Oxford well, Arkansas. A, I thought it was Alpena. That's where he went. Yeah, that's where he went played. to high school. My last I played at Alpena. I knew that. Yeah. yeah. yeah Chris, Chris made the jerseys for your team? She made the for the girls' team, yeah. She made the jerseys. And, you know, Randy, that was one of those jobs where you first get started and you're so excited and you got kids in, in the gym till midnight every night. We had a trailer right there next to the gym. So I walked to work every morning and stayed in there every night and, and still may be the best job I ever had. That's because it beat being on that steamroller <laughs> with the highway department in these hot summer days. Uh, oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Now that was Omaha, is that correct? Oxford, Oxford, Oxford. It's Oxford. not. It's not there anymore. Uh, or consolidated. <laughs> so it was, we had. It, it may have been the smallest school in the state, Randy. We had. I remember we had 153 kids K through 12. All right. So you were coaching girls basketball where, where they played just on one end of the floor, no, right? The year I started was the year it changed. Thank goodness, because I, I didn't know anything about three on three, and and I was fixing to try to learn it, but uh, I didn't have to. We won't bring that story up. You know which one I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) But it it was great. It was great, you know, and and I was fortunate that uh, Coach Widener called me at Moulton, and after two years at Oxford, I got to go with Coach Widener at Moulton, and then he took me to Arkansas Tech. So the the story was when you were hired, uh, then AD Chris Peterson and Gary Hogan, who Gary had been on television for a long time here, and so they tried to be incognito and, and, and go down to a game. Where was it? Henderson State? Henderson State. At Henderson State. And so nobody knew they were there. And Well, everybody knew who Hogan was, and that kind of blew the cover off, did it not? Yeah, I think the first thing that happened is they went to concession stand and said, Hey, Hogan, what are you, what are you guys doing down here? <laughs> How did that conversation go with Chris Peterson, that, that initial conversation when he was trying to get you – uh, to come to Little Rock. Well, I give Chris, uh, you know, all the credit in the world for getting me down here because that first phone call, it was no, no, no. I mean, he said, Coach, well, you know, I want you to be my coach here. I want you to come down. I said, no. Nah. I said, you don't have any place to play. 
I said, you don't have a program. I said, I can stay here at Arkansas Tech and probably retire. And, you know, that's just the way it is. And he said, ah, we're going we're gonna to build a facility. He said, Stevens is going to do it. I thought, okay, I'll check it out. And I called the guy I knew, and sure enough, he called me back an hour, and he said, yeah. And Peterson called me again. He said, well, he said, you know, we got the facility coming. He said, now what? I said, well, I got to have at least six years. And at that time, it was a standard contract was four or five, so I was still trying to tell him no in a nice way. And and he said, all right, I'll do that. <laughs> so, you know, I couldn't get out of it. And uh, it was funny, but uh, what got me is every time we hung up, he said, you're my coach until you come out and say no, no, no. He said, I'm going to make you say it over and over. And I stuck with him, and after the season was over, then uh, I made the commitment. There were some growing pains when you took over oh, at Little Lord, Rock. Lord. Well, at Tech, you were, playing, you were winning national championships. Of so course, yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. And I'll, I'll never forget the, when I went in for the first practice, and there's about five players that were five, six or shorter, and no post players. And we practiced for about 30 minutes, and I thought, what have I done? <laughs> and, you know, but, uh, you know, my heart was in it, and I, I thought Little Rock would be a special place for women's basketball, and sure enough, it has been. I've enjoyed every second of it, and, and like you say, it was hard to get it going, and, and I told Chris when he was, you know, recruiting me, I said, it'll take at least three years until I get kids that's played for a couple of years, and they become juniors and seniors, and then they'll start leading the other ones, and then we'll have, I'll think we'll have success, and that's exactly pretty well what happened. First uh, Sunbelt Conference All-Conference player, Alicia Cash, was part of that group that she was there during the rough times, but she also saw the fruits of hard work and dedication in her later years, and now she's on your staff and has been for a long time. Well, it's funny. We had a coaches meeting the other day getting ready for school to start, and we all went around the room how many years we've been there, and, of course, Van's been there longer than everybody, and and then, uh, you know, I was been there and I said, well, this is my 20th year. And then Cash said, well, this is my 21st or 22nd. <laughs> I said, no, wait a minute. I said, I've been here long. And then I, then I thought about it. No, she played here. And then she started coaching with me. So Cash has been in the program longer than I have. Wow. And that shows you the dedication that she's got. And, you know, the, the players that really wanted this court starts with Alicia and Jocelyn and people like that that had to go through those growing pains and got this thing going. And, you know, now they've seen what we've done and they know how the, the hard work that's been put into it and what they had to put into it and all the challenges and adversity they went through. And, you know, this is as much for them as it is for me. They're, they're special people. And uh, that's the reason this program's become special. You know, some of the best times I remember in conference tournament was when the tournament men's and women's was in Hot Springs. Oh. And you in Middle Tennessee, old Rick, whatever. Ansel. Ansel, whatever. Oh, man, I tell you what, if, if somebody drew a picture of a horse's rear, it would look just like him, I'm going to tell you what. Ray, I can remember you doing the interviews, and every time you come out of there and after doing him, you say, folks, I can't stand it. <laughs> I, I, I was a moderator for the news conferences, and this guy would come, He would, and Little Rock would beat him. He would never, never give him any credit at all. Oh. But that was a lot. Hey, uh, I still think that's the best place we've ever had to turn. Oh, yes, the it crowds was. were better. Everybody was enthused. Uh, and us in the middle were really, really good at that time. And, you know, both of us got to go to the NCAA tournament at different times. And that just shows you how strong how strong a conference we had at that time in women's basketball. I think it was when Taylor Galt was playing. 
and you were up, uh, I think, 16 in the start of the second half or whatever, and I, I said to your wife, I'm sitting next to Chris, I said, you're not going to believe this. Uh, they're going to come back and take the lead, and then we're going to come back and win it. And I think we won it in overtime. We did. Uh, Galt put a, hit a last-second yeah. shot to put us in overtime, and, and Taylor Ford hit the, hit the layup to win it. Is that when the confetti gun went off when the game was it going sure, on? It sure did. <laughs> Unbelievable. November the 13th, you're going to host Ole Miss at the Jack Stevens Center. That is the day that your name will go down on the court, and it's my understanding that a lot of former players are going to be invited back, and I know this means as much to, to them as it does to you. Well, it, it, to me, I, to, I hope they're all here, and uh, you know, I've had several of them contact me, and you know, hey, we're going to try to be their coach and everything. And to me, that you know, that's the only reason this is getting done is what they did. You know, I'm part of the group, but I didn't make a shot and didn't stop anybody from scoring and getting a rebound. So it had to, you know, the, it's got to go to them too, and they realize that. We've all, you know, that's one thing I've always tried to teach in coaching is being on a team means you get to share all this, and that's what it's all about is sharing. It's, you know, individual sports you don't get to share it with this. You got, you have to have people pulling for you. You have to be loyal to people. And that's what makes this special to me is I get to share this with them. I I heard Wes Moore ask you earlier today about your name's going to be on that court. So now when an official comes over to you and it's right there in front of the home bench, you can point down to that floor and say, hey, look, you're on my court. I mean, have you even thought about that? No, I, that was that was a funny point. And I said, yeah, I said, hey, I'm, I'm going to try that once. Just, uh, you know, especially the official that I know yeah. and knows that I'm just joking. And I'm going to call him over there and say, look, do you really want to stay on this floor? Because I can't have you removed. <laughs> Uh, it'd be funny. Joe, do you think the transfer portal makes it easier, though, to rebuild a, a roster now today? I was looking, I think it was in Sunday's paper, uh, but the job that's being done down at UAPB, and it's all through the transfer portal. Well, Randy, that's that's the thing I brought up today in the interview is, is this is what makes me sad about uh, you know, thinking about having this court because we had so many of these players that were with us for four years. And, uh, you know, the reason that we were successful is because we did have juniors and seniors that's been, that became, after becoming freshmen and sophomore, and went through all the adversity and did, went through all the, the growing up and understanding how to, how to, you know, get over hurdles and stick with it and be loyal. And that's what made our program successful. I, I used to never take a, a transfer and now, you know, we have to. And, you know, you, to me, that's kind of sad because we're not really teaching the kids that, you know, when you have a little adversity, you're not getting to play or a coach is pushing you, you know, you got to work through that. you got to, you got to understand he's helping. He's trying to help. Every coach is trying to make every player the best they can be. And, uh, you know, kids don't understand that sometimes. And now you're not going to get that opportunity because if you do push a kid a little bit too far at times, they're just going to say, hey, I'm going to go somewhere else. Or if they're not getting to play, you know, I had Charday Collins and one of the twins, uh, Ron, uh, probably never played as freshmen. And when they were seniors, both of them were MVPs of the conference. And that's not going to happen anymore. If they're not playing as freshmen, they're not going to stick with you. I, I had a young lady in camp. Uh, one of our players, or not one of our players, but one of the players at camp was having to sit out because of her knee, and I was sitting there by her, and she said, Coach, she said, uh, how do you like the transfer portal? And I just looked at her, I don't know this young lady. I said, I hate it. She says, why is that? And I said, because what are you going to do if we offer you a scholarship and you come here next year and you don't get to play as freshman? She said, well, I'm going to look somewhere else. And, I mean, she was just being honest. I, I mean, that yeah. just tells you that that's where it is. So it's really hurting to tell you the truth. A lot of these kids that are freshmen are coming out that would be freshmen. 
uh, it's hurting them because you know we're 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 understanding now that hey if this if we're going to sign a freshman and they can't play for us right now there's no use signing them because they're not going to stick with you and so you know this court wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the juniors and seniors that I had that went through all that. One hundred percent. Listen to this stat, Randy Ray. One hundred percent of the players that played for Joe Foley for all four years have graduated. That's a fantastic number. Well, and 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 that's how much that we uh, you know we told we told our kids when we signed them. We t- I told every mom and dad. I said I'll, I'll tell you right now that's only two things. I want your kid your daughter to work hard. And she's going to get a degree, I'll promise you. And if she stays with us four years, we will have her degree, and we've done that. Joe, can you hold on for one more segment? You bet. He's buying dinner. (laughs) I bought lunch. (laughs) I'm buying dinner. (laughs) I'm taking around. (laughs) You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Again, joined by the legend himself, Joe Foley, Ray Tucker, along with Troy Shep. I'm Randy Rangler. You know, Joe, the, the one aspect that I always respect in this regards, this process, is you're alive, you're still coaching, and that just shows respect, and you're able to enjoy that with your former players and your loved ones. And so often it seems like some of these honors is unfortunately – bestowed upon that person after they've passed on. So I'm thankful that you're able to enjoy this with your players and um, when the time comes about. I think this year is the logo temporary. Did did you – was that really your hand signature that I saw, Joe? That that is my signature. I I had to do that about ten times where people could read it, but that is my signature. I thought some third grader had done that. <laughs> I never did get a word of penmanship. But you're you're right, Randy. It, it is going to be a, a basically a logo this year, and then they will take that part of the floor and uh, take the uh, the uh, polish off of it, sand it down, and then hand paint it on there after the season. You excited about the new video boards we're getting? I am. I, I want to see those in action. I, I was hoping we'd get to see them this past week, but uh, they haven't got them completed yet. They've got them up, but they haven't got everything wired up. But, uh, yeah, we needed scoreboards. I, I think everybody knows that, and I'm, I'm tickled to death. We spoke about Ole Miss on November the 13th. There are some other in uh, Power 5 schools coming to the Jack this year, and it's a tough Tough, tough non-conference schedule. Uh, you got five SEC schools, and we got Texas A&M and uh, and Ole Miss and Arkansas, all three here on our floor. So it's it's a great for Little Rock to to see some of the best women's basketball there is in the country. So, so why don't the the guys at the five or five schools, but the big schools in men's basketball, why why won't they come and do a home at home with you like like the women will? Ah. Uh, I haven't figured that out because uh, I naturally I don't uh, never coached on the men's side on this level. So, you know, I, I know the money always talks a little bit, and uh, those big schools want to get as many home games as they can and and buy everybody. But uh, I think in the in the women's the way that we're doing it, uh, you know, the better schedule they play, 
the higher seed they can get in the NCAA tournament. So, you know, our RPI has been fortunately we've been tough enough that if they beat us, it, it helps them whenever they get on there on the board and the NCAA committee. And, and I think these the women's coaches recognize that. And I don't, I'm not sure how they do the men, so I'm not sure what that's – but I know that probably part of it. What do you know about the women's teams in the Ohio Valley Conference? Not a whole lot. Uh, I think it's kind of like the men's. I, I think that, uh, you know, that uh, old Trey helped me. Murray with, State Murray, and Belmont. Belmont. Belmont's Belmont. been the best team in the league, and they just went to the to the Missouri Valley. So they lost uh, two of the better teams in that situation. I, I know that the top teams have been pretty well on the same level of RPIs, what we've had in the Sun Belt. I think the bottom teams might have been a little bit less. But I think the top teams, I think Tennessee Martin, uh, we've scrimmaged them every year for the last seven or eight years here at our place. And I know the coach well, so uh, I think they'll be one of the top teams and, and hopefully will be one of the top teams. So the conference tournament is in Evansville. Uh, we comp- we couldn't figure out why it was in Pensacola, but well, I did take Pensacola over Evansville. <laughs> it's a little warmer that time of year. I'll it? hear from somebody from the Evansville Chamber of Commerce. No, exactly. it's all right. There could be about five inches of snow on the ground in Evansville as opposed to the beach. And, Randy, I, I will say this. You, you were talking about having this award while you're still kicking and, and alive sure. and getting to enjoy it with the, with your players, ex-players, and then the players. And, and that that's awesome. But Coach Blair put a little fright into into me yesterday. He called me, and we talked for about 30 minutes. <laughs> he said, Joe, here's what you got to think about. When you give that little speech you're going to give, he said, I had to give that after the South Carolina game, the last home game on our floor, and they beat me by 40. He said, that's the toughest speech I ever had to give. So you better talk to the coach from Ole Miss and then see if she'll help you out a little bit. <laughs> that's funny. It was also cool to see today at practice. I mean, your 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 players know. They, they saw everything, and they were kind of excited about it. Oh, they were. And, uh, you know, they, they know they're part of the tradition, and, you know, now it's their turn to hold up the tradition that we've had. And, and they understand that but they're doing it with a lot of enthusiasm and they're happy for me they know what that means and you know I, I think that they understand that a lot of the old players were, were all for this so they're seeing that uh, togetherness and that sharing that I'm talking about and anytime that uh, you can demonstrate that it helps you know you, you won national championships at Arkansas Tech hopefully a lot of you girls from there and I know some of them have gone into the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame been inducted as, as you have uh, hope, hopefully Russell will and those folks up that way will get involved in this too, I hope. Well, my wife said she's already talked to a couple of the young ladies that played for me and it, it's already been on Facebook. She keeps up with the Facebook, Twitter, and all that. I don't even look at it. <laughs> and anyway, she said they've already been talking, hey, we're going to get a crew together and we're going to go down and we're all going to sit there. And, and uh, our, our big thing after every timeout or after every huddle was we, we always said we believe. And they said we're going to go down there and say, hey, we believe. So it, it, they're already that. talking about some things. So Wow. And I know that uh, after last season, you took some time to reflect and you had a tough decision to make. Do I keep going or do I retire? I think there were some of us that thought that might have been the last game at the Pensacola Bay Center uh, when we lost to Troy. But thankfully, it was not. Well, you know, I think at the end of each year, you evaluate how good a job that you feel like you've done. And you get away. To me, I had to get away and just... You know, think things through where, where, what's happened in the last year or two and with the COVID and all that stuff, it's been really tough. And, you know, trying to keep the team together and stuff. And, you know, it finally just hit me. You know, I said, all I do is try to teach players how to overcome adversity. And 
right now is not the time to quit just because we had a little adversity. You know, we still need to come back. We still need to play with enthusiasm, and we still need to, to win. And I thought, I'm going to give this another shot. I'm not going to quit just because we, we got beat. I said, it's time for me to get a little bit more enthused and a little bit, uh, a little bit tougher and see what we can do this year. Ten, ten more years? Uh, no, 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 no. You, you talked about Coach Cash a little earlier. Talk about Steve and Bobby who have been with you a good while. You know, I think everybody, when we're recruiting, that's one of the best tools that we've got. When we bring parents in and they see that uh, Coach Cash is with us, you know, she's gone from being a player to being a big sister to being a mama now. She takes care of all the problems that that happens between the women, and I get to stay out of those things. <laughs> and, uh, that makes it a lot easier for me, and uh, she's a joy to be around. But when they walk in and they see that Coach Coach, you know, Coach Weedor, Took a, he, he gave up a principal's job to come in and be a GA for me. That's how much he wanted to be back in basketball and how much it meant to him. And he's been with me except for when he went to coach his daughters at Russellville. So he's been with me about 15 years. Bobby's on his second stint with us. He went off, you know, and found out that you can't find any place better than Little Rock. And, <laughs> and, uh, you know, now he's back. But when we bring a recruit in and they see that the staff, how, they, how we treat each other, how much we respect each other and, and get along together, and they see us working with the players, I think that's sold, sold a lot of recruits for us. That's pretty cool. That's that is so unusual in today's basketball. Keep a staff together for that long. That's uh, that is really a tribute to the leader. Because it'd be easy to bail out when things don't go exactly kind of what you said. You had to step back and reevaluate it for uh, the tournament last year. So I think that says a lot about Joe Foley and the leadership that he brings to that position. That. Uh, you can bring that kind of stability with the staff. Trey, so. Trey, what is the date of that Ole Miss game? November the 13th. Oh, that is a Sunday. You folks put that on your calendar, and we will, we will pack the Jack special night for Coach Foley. And a week later, it will be Arkansas at the Jack Stevens Center on November the 20th. And good. Maybe neighbors can see, see your name on the court. <laughs> <laughs> he will. <laughs> That's what you do. You pull neighbors over and you say, see that? Uh, Mike, Mike and I have been, have been friends for a long time, and I know he's going to appreciate, uh, and I know he appreciates the things that we've done. And uh, so, hey, you know, me and Mike will have a great time with it, just like Coach Blair and I have. And I've been fortunate this game has brought me a lot of great times and a lot of great friends. Joe, Joe again, congratulations. Love, love you, Joe Foley. Thank you, guys. All right. That was Joe Foley, by the way, head basketball coach of the Little Rock Trojans.